Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to Radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Go to my websites. Radio KMP3.com and to buy the books, sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, I'm so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day's just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are, you and me. And I am so glad for that. So grateful I have no desire to drink today. So grateful for that. I do have a piping hot cup of coffee here. French roast from Trader Joe's mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. Hawaiian hazelnut to be specific. Just finished the workshop today. What an amazing experience it is. So many people doing the steps exactly as outlined in the book. Very exciting. High front, I have to tell you, high. Well, where, where I am, it's Sunday afternoon, and um, January 9th, 2022. I've never felt better in my life. I've never been happier in my life. I want to talk about something I've talked about on here before as a point of discussion today. That is, I want to talk about... I want to start by talking about the fact that tomorrow is not promised to us. I live as if it is. I go through the day always assuming tomorrow will come. But it's not promised. And I try to think about that a lot. Not in a morbid way at all. Quite the opposite. And I'll tell you why. And how it's so relevant to the application of spiritual principles. I'm always trying to find ways for me to apply spiritual principles better. I'm always trying to find ways because I feel like it's the reason that I'm here. I feel like it's why we're here. That's just my opinion. I feel like that's the point. To grow closer to God. So we could actually be useful here somehow. 
And this thought is a window through which I can more easily apply a lot of spiritual principles. And I'll explain that in a second. Going back to, you know, I want to, I want to, I've been thinking about this idea of like how I try to live. So imagine if there were a tragic accident and there was, there were people who were injured and hurt and dying and things were destroyed and wrecked and, and how useful would a person be who just walked around and pointed it out and commented on it and complained about it and didn't call for help and didn't offer help? How useful would that person be? How useful would that person be? Oh my God, this is a mess here. Can you imagine? Let's say there's a, just imagine a, a scene like that and imagine somebody just walking around getting in everybody's face. This is terrible. This is awful here. I can't believe this. This is awful. Look, it's terrible. Look how bad this is. This is really bad. I mean, if you don't want to think about it morbidly, just imagine if there was a big trash spill and somebody did that. They just walked around, look at this trash. There's just trash everywhere here. Look, have you seen this? Look at this. There's trash all over the place. Look at this. This this is gross. Look. And they never picked up one piece of trash. How useful would that person be? I feel like my job now that I have been granted this gift of sobriety is to not be that person in life. You can look at the world as being like that. Like a scene like one of those scenes. My job is to not be that person. So going back to the notion that tomorrow is not promised and, and how does that help me try to improve my spiritual condition and try to grow closer to God. And this is how. If we knew, if I was to find out, if God was to show up and say, hey, you have 24 hours left. You're not allowed to tell anybody. Well, you only have 24 hours to live. No one's allowed to know that you know that. Would I treat anybody differently? In terms of would I be more loving? Would I let go of anything? Are there petty things that I am holding on to? Am I being hard on people? Am I expecting more from people than I would if I found out we had a day to live? Would I be more compassionate? I mean, how would I respond to that information? I try to live in a way where I contemplate that and 
I imagine, is there anything that I would change? Would I be more compassionate? Is there anything I would let go of? Would I be more empathetic towards anyone? More caring, more understanding? I try and live in a way where if there is anything there, I would change. Change it right now. There's no reason to not change it right now. If you would change it because you had a day to live, there's no reason not to change it now. There's no good reason I can think of. So I really do try to, I reference this idea a lot as I go through the day. Every day, I think. When I'm assessing my, you know, reaction or response to varying events and people, and I, I, this is something that crosses my mind. How would I react to this if I knew I was never going to see this person again? There is no one at all in my life who could not use more gentleness, more understanding, more compassion. No one. This is a, this is a good use of willpower for me. This is a good thing to concentrate on, focus on, think about. And it's directly related to recovery. Above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of our selfishness. Above everything, we can't be mostly concerned with ourselves, our resentments, and our self-pity. Somehow... That's talked about so much and also not nearly enough. For somehow it's both. I mean, I don't know. It's so important to be honest with myself. Am I resentful? Am I withholding love for some reason? I can't think of a good reason to do it. I don't mean withholding time or, you know, attention or anything like that. There's people not allowed in our life that I feel nothing but love for. How can I be more loving? I've come to believe as a result of practicing this stuff for 32 years, for reading the big book hundreds of times, from going to thousands of meetings, I've come to the conclusion that this is the point of all of it. That's where I've arrived. How could I be more loving? Not to be confused with how can I be more accommodating. That's not the same thing. 
Sometimes I've talked to people who think that being loving just means being agreeable to everything and letting people do whatever they want and say whatever they want. And it's not what it means at all to me. Sometimes being loving is removing yourself. Sometimes being loving is saying no. Sometimes being loving is speaking your mind in a kind and direct manner. Sometimes being loving is saying, I can't be around you. These are things I think about. How can I be more loving? If I had found out I had a day left to live, would I be more loving towards anyone? And if I would do it under those circumstances, why am I not doing it now? Is there anything I would express? Any gratitude I would express? Any kindness or gentleness I would express? Maybe you're hearing this and you're thinking, this is this is like a bunch of hippy-dippy bullshit. You're entitled to your opinion. I think, personally, we've never needed more of this than we do now in this world. Forget about your opinion about anything happening on this planet right now. I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying not to interrupt people. I'm trying not to look down at people. I'm trying not to condemn people, insult people, be rude. The basics. The basics. I'm trying to be a loving force in this world. I don't know what else to do. I don't want to walk around and say what a mess this is. Look at this. This is a mess. Look at this. Trash everywhere. I'm trying to pick I'm trying to pick it up. I'm always asking myself, is there more I can do? And the answer is always yes for me. It's always more. There's no ceiling of compassion. My agent is calling me. I have to go already. My agent wants me to go down to the studio. I am, they're doing an article on me in a magazine called Hot AF. I don't know what that means. Hot AF. And it is, I'll just say it, it's nude, but it's very tasteful. It's very tasteful. <laughs> so dumb. Dumb. <laughs> if you're just joining the show, I talked a long time ago about how when I was a little kid, I would <laughs> try a joke, or I would try something, and it was stupid. I would say, dumb, right afterwards. So if you were on my street growing up, you heard me running around saying, dumb, dumb. Anyways, I still say. All right. I want to give a shout out to Happy Joyce and Three. 
black rhinos. Shout out to a couple of my favorite meetings. And I want to say to anyone who needs to hear it that everything's okay. As always, say hello to Chelsea and the Canadians. You guys know exactly what you're talking about. All right, I'm out of here. Hope you have an amazing couple days. I will see you on Tuesday. I don't know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving, and I hope you'll do the same.